you, everyone, for joining tonight. Good evening. Good evening to everyone. Welcome, welcome to the Superior Power in Black America show. Thank you for being our guest, everybody. With host Darrell D. and co-host Ms. Monique. All right. So I continue to be impressed with Ms. Monique's progress in the new field. Uh, She is already the primary in the classroom with two teacher assistances under her. It is almost as if she has been a teacher for years. I am inspired by her. Well, I have to tell you. I have to tell you guys. I was on my way home just a few minutes ago, and I was listening to a, a dusty, not a slow one, but but it was a... Uh, just something, it's called Cutie Pie, right? By one way. Cutie Pie. Okay, don't sing, please. You're the reason why. And you will be the reason why people don't listen. <laughs> All right, so anyway, I was I was thinking about that, and I was thinking about when we first met, and man, how blessed I am to have this beautiful man that loves me more than I've ever imagined being loved, and how much I love him. You know, he hadn't been feeling well for the last couple of days because he had the stomach flu, so I had to take care of him. So I'm on my way home, and I'm like, oh, you know, like, I take care of my baby. He takes care of me, but I love him so much, y'all. I just want you to know he's a great guy. Great guy. Thank you, Monique. So speaking of inspired, that is our first topic for this evening. Oh, yeah. Uh, The title is, I am, the title is, um, Inspired by someone. Yes. Now that covers a that covers a, a wide range of things, but it is. Who are you inspired by? How are you inspired? Do you know that you have been inspired by someone that have walked in your path at some point in life? Well, you've got to know. You've got to know that you've been inspired by someone. But first and foremost, guys, we've got to give our accolades. All right, to all of our listeners, we invite everyone to call in and be a part of our hot topics and conversations. You're welcome to call in on the number 347-989-0180. Again, be our guest, be our guest, and call 347-989-0180. Press 1 to add your voice to the conversation. We all have differences of opinions. Here's a place where you can express yours. All that we ask is that you stay on topic and, yes, be respectful. Our broadcast times are 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. Central Time on Thursday nights, 8 to 9 Eastern. Mark your calendar so that you may become a part of this dynamic broadcast. Tune in and listen. Man, she sounds like a professional. Sounds like a quality show. That's what I like. Thank you. So I I do want to mention our honorable mentions. Uh, We would like to thank Queen Mother for Real Productions. The late Ia Iwafalola is the founder, and we continue to thank her for allowing us this platform to share with you. May our queen rest in the universe. Uh, the production is now operated by Imani Dawson and Kenneth Jones. Kenneth and we are very excited about the endless opportunities that we see in our future together, and we want to thank both of them. You know, Monique, Great things happen. When great minds converge. When great minds converge. All right, so the foundation, you want to read about how we developed the show? Well, I don't want to read about it, but I can tell you about it. See, the foundations okay. of this show uh, are based on the book, The Superior Power in Black America, written by you. Okay. okay. Darrell D. Yes. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, That's that me. is your name, right? You don't need me. to say it. <laughs> There are three major points that this book discusses, and it's self-help, self-sufficiency, and the fact that black, the black community has the ability to eliminate resources. Things like food stamps, general assistance, and government handouts. This book also discusses the need for unity, self-love, and pride in our black culture. We must study African-American history. Yes, we must in order to draw from the power within our heritage. So, so we need to elaborate on that. There is great power within the black heritage. Yes, and we Kings must. and queens yes. were the founders of the earth. Study to I mean, yourself we, as we are original men, yes. then God put ruling the earth to blacks first. That's right. That is the heritage. 
All right, and it's also about gaining knowledge of the importance of what our productivity and spending contributes to our economy. You see, the only way of controlling our wealth is by becoming informed of how we spend and where we spend. Our wealth must benefit us. This book has also developed into a move, movement, y'all. Oh my God! Where where do you get the book, Monique? W- I don't w- even know. No, wait a minute! I want to talk about T. Steva. T. Steva is where black people can join and build wealth and unity. Oh, okay. The superior power in black America. That should be a household name. Yeah, Everybody that is of an African-American descent or an African descent should understand that the power is in our finances. You can find this book, okay. The Superior Power in Black America, online at lulu.com. Come on, y'all, get okay. that book. Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and Google Books. You know this part. I don't like, but you can read approximately 58 pages on Google Books. Okay, so the reason why that is is because we want people to hear the plan. Yeah, I know. Okay. Okay. And and if you got to hear it and you have to get it for free, then here is the plan. Okay. You can also tweet with us on Twitter at Landau Smooth and visit us, visit our blog at Life with Landau mm-hmm. at blogspot.com. Guys, let me just tell you, it is not about Life with Landau. <laughs> no, it is about Life with Landau. It, it just is. ain't about Life with Darrow. No, but <laughs> no, Landau is too different. He's a different person altogether. He's got a different ego. personality. <laughs> and I got to tell you, man, he's a little bit raw, but Landau is cool. I like his intellect. Oh, he's all good. Now, all right. you know what, so, first of all, I got to explain something, because you know your listeners are going to wonder, what the heck is she on? Guys, let me tell you, I have been beat down for the past, what, three days? And so I actually got to sleep in this morning for a couple of hours, (laughs) and I went to training, and my God, they let us out at 2 o'clock. I didn't get a chance to go through all the trauma today with my babies at school because I was in training. So I got a chance to get home early, go and see my mom because she's in a rehab facility for MS. Getting ready to come and, home. And um, maybe she'll be coming home. Yeah. That's a very big possibility. Yes, it is. Um, and also, I am just, I, I hurried up, got home, and I'm feeling good. So, actually, while we're doing this, I'm cooking dinner, y'all. All right. So, <laughs> uh, we want to get into our first topic. Our first topic is inspired by someone. Oh, now, wait, 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 wait. Don't go nowhere before I tell you about this. Inspired by someone. First, you got to know that you have been inspired by someone who has touched your life. You understand? Mm -hmm. Maybe you don't even know they have, but they have touched your life in such a way that everything you do glorifies God. Wow, that's deep. Okay, so read the first one, Monique. Okay, so inspired by someone, inspired to achieve, which simply means to set out on a course and completing the journey while glorifying God. Okay. To leave a legacy to someone, your children, a loved one, or just freely given to a charity in order to advance someone else's life, whether you're rewarded or not, which glorifies God. Amen. Okay? Inspired by someone or something to love so hard, you always put others before yourself. Was it the word of God? Word of, the word of God? But the question today is who or what inspired you to be the child that glorifies God? The child that you are. Mm-hmm. Everyone can't answer these questions. They cannot. Some people are not inspired to glorify God in anything that they do. All right. Everyone must ponder these questions before answering in order to be truthful with yourself. Mm-hmm. Do I glorify God in my actions? Am I resolved in knowing that there is a higher purpose for each of us? Am I seeking my purpose? Have I accepted the assignment that God gave me? If I am resolved, how do I glorify God every day? Oh, man, the floor is open. Hold on. Let me do this. So everybody has heard the topics. Mm -hmm. The floor is open, 347-989-0180. Call in. Press 1. Get into this conversation. Monique is finna take the ball, and she's going to run with it, y'all. Y'all not going to get a minute in edgewise. So I'm going to ask you again. Dial this number, 347-989-0180. Talk to me, Monique. Who has inspired you? My my granddear. Come on, y'all. I call her granddear because that's, that was the name that she chose for herself, and she taught me to say granddear. And I started out by saying grandia, 
but it's grandeur. Rest in heaven. Let me tell you, this woman told me, she always had little phrases that she would say around the house. She'd say, God bless the child that has his own. She walked past me. She looked in my room, and she said, cleanliness is next to godliness. <laughs> and it was inevitably. And, and then I, I get mad and say something. She say, honor thy father and thy mother, and thy days will be long. I'm like, jeez, Louise. <laughs> Talking Bible or a walking Bible? So she had like the stick, so, the, the, so the, the Bible stick, stick you know. And, 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 so, and then as a little girl, she would always say to me, teacher phrases. Those teacher phrases were, you're going to school today, and what I want you to do is I want you to look at the teacher and look at her head where she keeps that knowledge. And she pointed at her own head and she said, because she has something that you want. It is your job to get it and walk away with it, and grow with it, and make it grow. And you know what? She ain't never lied. <laughs> See, that's very powerful. Can I interject? Yes, that's yes. That's very powerful yes. because Monique just said something, and she said that her grandmother told her to watch her teacher. Well, her teacher didn't have to be in no classroom. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Go ahead, Monique. All right. So those are little things that she would do, little things that she would say around the house. And she would always tell me, you know, she would always talk to me about achieving. And one thing she did that I noticed a lot of kids don't, is I just saw some girls on Facebook doing it. She used to tell me it's important to know the black national anthem. Uh-oh. See, I still don't know. And it, it's, it's the one, I'm not going to sing it, but it's lift every voice and sing till earth and heaven ring. So if you know the rest of it. Okay, again, you can't sing. Okay. So anyway. She wanted me to know the Black National Anthem. So these little things that she has put into me, I have put into my baby, and I put into my babies at school. Oh, my God. She has inspired me to be the teacher that I am today. And the weirdest part about it is when I started working at DPS, and here's the Department of Public Safety, I found that I couldn't just give a drive test. I would find myself kind of teaching the kids along the way how to drive because you're going to do your best when you're in a drive test and mess up. I'm going to help you, even though I wasn't supposed to. You know, Can when I, I one more thing. Okay. I walk into that classroom and I have autistic children. I have children that have emotional disorders, and I have one that's very special to me. And the thing about it is he's so smart, he can hold an intellectual conversation with you and be, you could be 35 years old, but he doesn't know how to read. Wow. The thing about it is he thinks he doesn't know how to read. He, he experienced something very bad. His father killed himself in front of him. And uh, he experienced some bad things, so his mind... Yes, he blocked from that time, from that time, his mind. So I I bring it out. I encourage him. I talk to him. No matter how mad he gets, I say, I see you're mad today. And he says, yes. And I say, well, what is it that made you angry? And he tells me what it is, and I repeat it. Well, so-and-so made you angry or such-and-such made you angry. And he's like, yes. And I say, well, well, you know, what do you want? Well, I want so-and-so. Really? You want so-and-so? Okay, well, did you, did, you, did you talk to somebody about it? What have you tried? Well, Ms. Freeman, I tried such and such. How did that work out for you? It didn't work. All right, so, so, so what do you think you should do? Well, I think I should do such and such. Well, let's try another thing because it's usually not good with him. And he'll give me a better choice, and I say, okay, when are you going to do it? I'm going to do it now. Where are you going to do it? I'm going to do it in another classroom. Get back to me when you're done. By the time we're finished, and I I talk to him like that, and this is what I was taught, not just by the teachers that I'm dealing with, but by my grandmother, he wasn't mad anymore. He had actually kind of thought about it and said, that's not a reason to be angry. So I inspire this little boy every day. I tell him every day. I pump it in his head. You're going to be a lawyer. I can see it because you hate injustice. Can I, can I and so I, yes, and I, I love that boy. I know he's going to be a lawyer. So Monique gets into this industry, and all that she does is glorify God in this industry. She does it without acknowledging that she's doing it. She does it just simply because it's natural, out of nature. 
Yes. And so, guess what, y'all? But I was nurtured. Guess what, y'all? She was inspired Mm -hmm. to do that. So she knows full well who inspired her. I would commit, I would submit to Monique that she's forgetting a lot of people. And she has only keyed into the one inspiration in her life. Well, but wait a minute. Me. Let me finish. Enough about me. Let me finish. No, 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 no. Don't talk about me. There are others that I have met that met that has inspired Monique to notice to a great degree, and she has not mentioned them. Well, it's not. I can't go through so, this. Excuse me, Monique. Was there someone else? My husband. No. My uncle. Not me. And Who my, else? Definitely my uncle. What about a teacher? What oh. about that girl that taught you how to ballet? You know what? My my teacher, Mr. Anderson, he's the reason why I'm so in touch with the African-American need, now, our who plight. Mr. Anderson, Mr. Anderson was my geography teacher in Illinois. And, and what I was, were you doing? I was, I, you know, believe it or not, we were just supposed to be learning geography. Were you getting your bachelor's? I was, I was getting my bachelor's. I was getting my bachelor's degree in interdisciplinary studies, okay. which is a humanities-based degree. And this man changed my life because he let me know about coltan. Coltan is, 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 a, is a mineral in your battery of your cell phone. That that keeps keeps it lasting as long as it does. But guess what? The people in Africa, in a certain part of Africa, they actually did coltan up. They harvest it, and then it's sold to the people it's, on the market, yeah. and it's here. Yeah. So there's so many things I learned. They they they're, they're exploited. It's exploited. It's exploited. So they don't know the me, But that's not the only thing he taught me, and I can't go. I can go on and on with all the things he taught me. And then, but how he inspired. He inspired me to look deeper into my heritage. Okay. He inspired me to teach others, and 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 look, I I I hooked my husband up on it, and he would listen, and I didn't know he was listening, and then all of a sudden he took a class. And the next thing you know, he was like, babe, did you know? And I'm like, yeah, but did you know? And we're going back and forth, so we inspired each other. And then the superior power in black, of, black America was birthed. Developed. It was birthed because you gave birth to that puppy. Yeah. Okay, so let me tell y'all enough about me. Enough about me. My husband was inspired by his grandmother. Now, he's going to tell you his story, but I'm going to tell you what I've seen. His grandmother was such a woman. Oh, my God. She was the epitome of womanhood. She was such a strong black woman. That woman left here with her legs cut off. She survived. But she left here like that. Let me tell you something. The way that he cared for her and loved her, this man does the same thing for my mother. And every time he looks at my mother, I see him looking at her the same way he looked at his grandmother. And I'm like, okay, I know they're the same time, birthday around the same time, and this woman gets on my nerves, but she never seems to really get on his nerves. And he can have breakfast with her. He can have dinner with her. He can have a cocktail with her. And, and oh, my God, they're best friends. And I'm like, he was inspired by somebody. He's blessing my mama where I can't. And you know what? I see him blessing my niece every day. Him knowing how to be a daddy, everything that he learned in his past, how to be a great uncle. My niece is benefiting from. She's a well-rounded A student that has a sense of being black that you would not believe, even though she talks like Becky. Because she's radical. And she's radical, but she speaks like Becky. But here we go. So my my husband is definitely, and we ain't just tooting our horns, but we, we're sharing with you what we go through and what we've been through and who we are. And it's important that we share that with you. It's important that we share that with you because we have some major things coming up in our lives. So if you keep up with us on T-Speeper, you'll be able to be a part of those things. Uh, you know what, Monique? <laughs> I'm so glad you led me into that. Um, it is true. I was inspired by my grandmother. And it is also true that God is so, he has such a sense of humor that Monique's mom would remind me of my grandmother. And so I still get to lavish uh, things, love, and different things onto someone else that reminds me of that woman that inspired me so much. You know, that's awesome, Eric. 
So it is, it is, it is so true. And, 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 and then I know God is looking down at us and just chuckling. He's just saying, yeah, yeah, I knew it all the time, you know. So, so I'm, I'm, I'm inspired. I am inspired. But this conversation is not just about Monique and Daryl. This conversation is open to the floor. I want people to call in at their voice. But guess what? If you don't call in, we'll just keep sharing. Okay. 347. We'll just keep sharing. And, and you know what? It's fine. Because, you know, a, a lot of times. It's just about the sharing. It's about the sharing. It's about, you know, pre recording this stuff, getting it out there, letting people know that there's some people out there with some good conversations. Good conversations. So even if you don't get a chance to call in and, and you share your story, at least we know that you will hear it, you will get it, somebody will click on that link, and, and they, it, will, they will see it. Come on, Monique. Again. And at some point, you will call in. You'll be catching one of our hot topics. You'll be thinking about, well, you know what? Uh, the Freemans got something going this night, so let's, let me tune in to them. So it is a superior power in black America. Tonight we're talking about who were you inspired by. So, so Daryl, let me ask you this. Who else were you inspired by? Man. Your dad. Well, no. Monique, yeah. I got to tell you, I got to tell you, I got to tell you, I got to tell you. I was inspired by so many of my neighbors. See, I used to be the guy sort of like the handyman in my neighborhood, only I had a specific line of service that I would do. It was TV service, and it was um, VCR service and, and, and stereo service. So I got so good that I could actually go to a person's house and fix their stereo on site or fix their TV or their VCR on wait, site wait, uh, right in front of this them. This man, I was never without a TV. <laughs> right in front of them. And so I developed my technique and everything, but I was so inspired by my customers who even though, and you know what, I'm not ashamed. Because what I went through in my life qualifies me for today, for this day. Yeah. And so I was going through something, but it was my customers that knew I was going through something, wouldn't call nobody else. Call me to make sure that the hinks I had, I was able to eat, I was able to sleep. Even though they knew I had this little thing going that I shouldn't have been into, they never let me go. And, guys, let me just tell you all this. My husband does have another book coming out, and it's called How to Stop Gang Violence. But I will, I will tell you this: his biography, his autobiography. You know, even though some people be like, "Well, we don't know him. Who is Daryl Freeman? Don't nobody." I promise you, that is a story that Tyler Perry or anybody with good sense will pick up. You know, I, I got to tell you, it, it's, it's about as good as the pursuit of happiness. You know, this man, and I can't give it away because he, 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 he won't write it, but there I will. You know, but this this man, he, he's got a story. And I can't tell you the story because they're not a spoil the book, but I will tell you this. When I tell you that he is a new man, you you know, you would never know. And then he met a woman that was 12 years his junior that loved him immensely, you know, and I, I can tell you that that a, a, a lot of people kind of suffer from regret because they see the light that 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 comes through this man now, and they gave up, and they don't understand, and they they see him, and they feel like life is so unfair. But I will tell you that this man is a blessing to many. So thank you, Bonnie, for that. Uh, you know, I, I never see myself. You know, I'm always looking out the window. I'm never looking inside. And so um, uh, I do want to say this. In my days of being inspired, there were radio hosts. Yeah, there were. There were, there, there were, there were pastors that went to sleep with me, and I, I was that. able, there I was, was a able bus. to, to yeah. Wednesday. Bill Winston, uh, it was just so many of them. Angie um, and Well, not Angie Ray, but what was the lady we were listening to? Joyce Myers. Joyce Myers. Joyce Myers. It was just a, it was just a barrage of and you would actors. And you sleep with them every night. And even yeah. though I was in my tunnel, I would still just have them with me. And 
they are the ones that inspired me so to find the end of that tunnel. And when you got out and you touched down and the grass was green and the sky was blue and the sun was shining, oh. Listen, people don't even know who inspired them. No, they don't. People don't. Some people don't even acknowledge the fact that they were even inspired but by anyone. you know what's really tripped out? People listen to us, and they wonder if we inspire each other. Please. They get, they get hit of chemistry. They can feel the love. It goes, it transcends. It goes all the way across the airwaves. We've been together for 18 years. And you know what, guys? This man is my best friend. I really, I really don't have friends anymore. I really have just kind of given up on, on friendships to a great degree because it's, it's hard to trust folks. It's associates. And it's, and it's associates. Yeah. I have associates, but I yeah. will tell you that, you know, the person I talk to every day and every night is my husband. We, I, we iron each other. Yes, yeah, all day long. Work. Now, that's something that, that, that needs to be elaborated on. Uh, our own families yeah. could not understand how we could spend so much time with each other. But the truth to the matter is, when you have the other side of the coin stuck to your back, you communicate always. You know, my granny, my granny was married for 50 years. And my granddad died. And he was older than she was. And she was lonely without him. Yep. And she kind of lost it. But she soon joined him because that's where she wanted to be, I'm pretty sure. And that's where she needed to be. But. But, but I was. But there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, even on the death of Diddy. But let me you ask know? you this. Let me ask you a question about that, Monique. Mm-hmm. I, I hear your passion. I hear your passion. Is it that your grandfather wanted your grandmother to do greater things with her grandchildren and other people that knew her and knew him? I don't think so. No? I I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think so. I think that they were so close that he would have wanted her to be with him. See, you don't know them like I know them. And he would have been, he wanted, yeah, her to live her life to the fullest. But if it meant her harm, which she was, Experiencing harm from my cousins. My cousins were, you know, having her. Look, this is a woman that's Children. Never, no, listen Children. to this. Let, let, let me tell you something. This is a, yeah. the cleanest woman in the world, okay? Ain't never had a record. Ain't even gone to the. Uh, the ain't never done nothing, okay? And the next thing you know, she got a warrant for her arrest because her granddaughter then went out and, and, and made hot checks everywhere in her name. In her name. And so, hey, how old is she? And, and, and so, how old is she at this point? Oh, my granny, yeah. shoot, in her eighties. Uh, and so, got a <laughs> I got a warrant out for her arrest. <laughs> so here I am in Chicago, trying to get to the bottom of it and call the police and find out what's going on and get out of trouble. And they're like, "We're gonna arrest your grandma." I'm like, "Only to find out that Monique was a victim at one point." <laughs> oh wait, <laughs> this is the crazy part. We we getting out of this whole thing, but you know what, y'all? Let me just break this down. Since we talking talking about inspirations, but no, seriously, I even found out today. Now, see, you see, you talk about people that inspire you. Well, I have a, I have greatness that inspire me, but I do have some people that have not. And what is amazing is my own flesh and blood. I've never, I've met twice in my life. My dad. It's so weird. I get a letter from the Texas Department of Human Services because that's where he was born and raised. Seeing that I owe them a lot of money, and the next thing you know, I'm I'm trying to send them faxes to prove to them that I never got food stamps, and not in Texas, and not at the year they said I did, and, and because my daddy, the man that I never really knew, has been getting benefits from me for years. Now I do submit to y'all <laughs> that Monique has been inspired. I'm inspired <laughs> not to be like this. In a certain way, you know. That's what I'm going to do. She is inspired now. She's passionate. But I do want to kind of shift this because Mm -hmm. her inspiration is not what we talk about. That's negative inspiration, y'all. We don't want to go there. But back to Granny. Granny was inspired by her husband. Like, I'm inspired by mine. But I got to tell you, you, my dear, are my best friend. Okay. You are my best friend. Um, I'll tell y'all. We had discussions about going back to college. Go get some apple cider. Mm, I'm good. We had um, 
we inspired each other, each other to go back to college. I went back to college, got my bachelor's degree first. And the agreement was I'll go first because I have my associates, and then he'll go second. So I finished, and he went back. And then at one point, we were helping each other. It was like, okay, you got this? Yeah, I got that. All right. So we were doing that. You know, at one point, we were, like, in it at the same time, which was really weird. He had classes that I absolutely loved, and I had classes that he liked, too. So we were helping each other. And the funny thing about it is we both passed our classes, and we're good. Now, we inspired each other. We have inspired each other. My husband and I can talk about the folk in our family together and just laugh because we know that we love them, but we also know that they some crazies. Okay, so <laughs> now the last part to no, this, and then we got to shift. The last part to this is am I seeking my purpose? Oh, yes. Have I accepted my assignments that God have given me? Has given me. Yeah, because we got off topic, baby. We we got to say. Have I accepted those assignments? Now, if you know that there is a higher purpose for your life, hmm. then you already know that there is an assignment, and you may I'm have wait, 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 uh-uh. and you may have tapped into that assignment, and are you going for it? Says the man who I have been telling for eighteen years that he needed to be a pastor. I talked to this man because he could talk to me and tell me about the Bible because I wouldn't read it. And he would tell me stories at night until I fell asleep. He said it took about two minutes. But <laughs> set up. But, but anyway, this this man would, would teach me. And I have to tell you, he is so powerful that we would go to church. And we'd go to Bible study, and he'd ask questions, and the pastor couldn't answer them, and he'd answer them. You know, he'd answer his own question. You know, he, he, he'd he be like, you know, he, he'd be in the peanut gallery and agreeing with the pastor, but he'd be like, come on, babe, we need to look this up because I think he needs to research it. I know I know I'm right. And I'm like, that's because you're supposed to be a pastor. See, you got these guys, these clowns up here, they, they act like they know the word and they, they think they know what they're doing, but then it's the people that are really passionate that know the word. And the reason why these churches are failing is because they realize that your pastor is all about themselves. But anyway, and this, they're not teaching and they're the not teaching the word. Really, according to the Bible. Now, right. I don't want to get into that because but I'm not I will that. say this that my husband has a calling on his life. And he, even to this day, has ignored it. Last last part of this. Uh, no, no, no. Go wait, ahead. Wait, wait, wait. No. I'm, I'm fitting to go there. Last part of this is if you are resolved, how then? Do you glorify God in everything that you do? Man, I glorify every day. I glorify God. How do you do it? Okay, so maybe not everything. Well, talk to me now. Because I'm gonna tell you, it's times when I love is number one. I I love, but I'm gonna tell you, it's times I come in here and I got the devil up in me. You know it. Yeah. I don't want to say nothing. (laughs) What? (laughs) (laughs) What? I want. I want to talk about this. Yes, you do. My wife have two heads. <laughs> and you do have to recognize which one she got on that day. Yeah. Now, I make light of it because I, I yeah, recognize Yeah, like he got hung up on the day. I, anyway. I, I make jokes. When I see she got the second head on, I just make so many jokes that she just can't help but, but that? turn that thing around. But, yeah, she gets up and sometimes it's like, uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. Hello, old What's going on? I was waiting on you. <laughs> What's up, hey, hey. <laughs> Look, if you think she's a nice girl all the time, wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'd have raised some hell, Kenneth. Can I with you about inspiration? Yes, sir. First of all, I just want to say to all the downloaders, welcome to football season. Now, oh, yeah. football has been an inspiration to me since I was 10 years old. I, I met a lot of men. I met a lot of men that kept me out of trouble. I, I met yes. men that forced me to go to school, forced me to, to apply for colleges, 
white and black men. You know, my head coach was a white guy. Uh, my godfather, who uh, is uh, at elementary school, is named after him. And whatever did the major decision, my mother would call the godfather. It was just like going to uh, a Marlon Brando and the godfather. I had to have a sit down with him. It was so, it talk about inspiring. And before I came to Georgia, you know, I was talking to these guys about my coaching career. You know, and one the, the one objective was not only to teach them football, but to keep them out of prison, you know, as they were growing up. And one of the guys, you know, I would talk about the wins and the losses and the championship, and he would tell me, oh, get out of here, get. And his nephew came up. Now, I didn't know there was uncle and nephew. And I, he said, okay. hey, coach, you know me? And, and and I said, yeah, I remember, you know, all the flashbacks and everything. He said, man, I just want to thank you. I want to thank you. Man, I'm a father. I'm a good husband because of you. You are Your name is mentioned in my household at least twice a month. So talk That's about what I'm talking about. It's about passing about, on positive thought. But by the end, to me, it's I hope. He will do it to somebody. You know, so it's for me. And tonight is the kickoff of the NFL season, football. Yes, sir. Football has got a lot of trouble. You know, it, it's just ironic that y'all picked that topic tonight or on the day that NFL kickoff. It's just ironic. You know what, Ken? It's, I, I, man, that means a lot to me, man, that you said that because I try to stay in tune with – you know, what's going on in my feelings, but I didn't know that it was going to hit you like that. You know, that's that's very good, man. Yeah, so you're telling me that you look like a football player. Yeah. I want to tell you something. I want to tell you something. This is a man thing. This is a man thing. And I always been about uh, uh, teaching black boys how to be positive black men. And uh, uh, I always been about keeping young brothers out of prison, and we had to inspire each other. Let me tell you, I want to tell you something, Daryl. Excuse me, Monique. I want to tell you something. I work with a lot of foreigners of different countries. You know what they all got in common? They hate the black man in America. Not the black woman. You know why? Not the black woman, but you know why? Not living up to our potential. And we're not leading our people out of the desert. That is That's, that is I mean, one you, side of it, Ken. There's another mm-hmm. side, man. You want to know what it is? What's that? The other side, Ken, is that we are the original man. And oh. so it was our assignment to rule the earth. He, and now man, 400 so years. Wait, listen to me. Wait, wait, wait. Black people saying this. These yeah, are not hold the on. Or the hold Latinos. Mm-hmm. Hold on, bro. It is 400 years that has come to fruition, and that is the end of the period where black man will not rule. Now you got to get with that. You know what? Hey, Ken, Daryl told me that he was at work the other day, and this woman called in. And she said that she lived in Laredo, Texas. And she said, oh, my God, for the first time in my life, I know what it feels like to be a minority. There's over (laughs) a billion people in Africa, man, blacks. And understand this, the last thing that any society wants is for the blacks to take control of the earth again. Now, that may sound a little far-fetched, bro, but you done done your homework, you know. Every two, and I believe that wholeheartedly. I believe that because let me tell you something. Prominent Europeans, academia Europeans, know our history better than we know our own. They got and, stamps. And, they got stamps and, with the heads of the Moors. Those are the people that rule the earth. They got stamps of every head of the Moors, which were the masters of the earth. They got stamps, mm. man. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, it, 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 it's something else, man. It's something else. 
But but being an inspiration is important. And like I was telling my husband today, you know, I I have a student, and I hate going. No, I don't. I don't hate going back to this because I'm being I'm being exposed and I'm being honest. But I have a student, a little black boy, whose mother holds food back from him. But when the social worker comes, she has it on her table, and they sitting there eating. He comes to school hungry. He leaves school hungry. Even though we supply lunch and everything and breakfast, he'll even come to my room to get a snack. You should have And I have them for him. But I will tell you that although we are and we do possess the superior power in black America, we are the superior people in this America. In the world. In the world. We are superior. We're the kings the and queens. Look, but 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 wait, although we are. Pigment is dominant. Although we are, we are holding ourselves down. And Our guess what? But let dominant. me let me tell you this. You know why the we black are. man is yeah. man, the black man is disgruntled. They not sad, they not trifling. I was thinking about that today. They not sad, they not trifling, they disgruntled. You know why? We're not holding our show. They're they, they not able to hold their weight. They're not able not to. But But look, check this out. Not only that, but they don't have the black women working with them like they should. All they right, don't, they don't have them. Yeah. Wrap it up, Monique. Go ahead. Slowly, you're losing the village. We are losing the village. Not That's only true, man. That. I can't go with that, Kenny. I can't go with that. Because we're losing it on one side, but we're gaining it on others, man. It's people like you and me, Ken. We out there spreading the word. But, Ken, Ken, you're a social worker, right? And I'm a teacher. Mm -hmm. You're a social worker, and I'm a teacher. So we see the other side of the coin. Daryl don't see what we see every day. We are in the game. Yes, we're in the game, but guess what? When I game. when I stand outside of my school and I got to talk to a parent and she's a black woman with four different baby daddies, okay? Oh, you know what I'm trying to no no but what game. but what I'm trying to tell you is she she's the one coming up to the school trying to be the disciplinarian trying to be the strong one, mm-hmm. but she don't have that black well, man the, back. Well, the yeah. Where the fathers? Well, man, they're either locked up no, one of or they're gay you know or what? they're in the no, military. No, no, what it is is well, in her situation, black, one of them is dead. Black, the other one is just like gone. Godfather. Like my uh-huh. godfather, as black men, we had to we had to take back our community. No, first of all, we got to take back our children. We got to take back our women. We got to take back our households. We got to take back our communities. We, uh, you know, it's bit by bit by bit. You know, I keep on telling Darrow, we're not going to see it. Darrow and I are not going to see it. I ain't tripping about that. We're going to But let me ask you a question. Hmm? Let me ask you a question. Where yeah. does it start? Uh, where does it start? Does it start with us? No, we're not going to see it? No. It starts with you. us, and we're not going to see it. And you know it what? Took a okay. It took us generations to get to this point. It's going to take us generations to get out of this That's, dilemma. Well, it was like and, three and, generations. And, but I'm going to tell you this. Check this out. Although, so, we got so black is, billion, although we got black billionaires, although we got black corporate people, although we got black VIP. Although we got black politicians, black presidents, black mayors, you know, although we have black superintendents of schools, I'm not even gonna get into the schools, you know, uh, you know, uh, 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 although we have all, but it's individual progress. It's not a collective. Of course, more than suffering. They you know just had it. Yeah. Let him talk. Well, no, no, you finish. Let him finish. Go ahead and finish, Kenneth, please. More than half of us are suffering. What we see on, on traditional media is not the norm. 
the norm is, hey, white folks are, are, are struggling too, but if they're struggling, we're struggling worse. And and uh, it just, it, it, they were just, oh, oh, I don't know, not this morning. I was watching Tavis Smiley uh, uh, talking to a Mia Birdsong who runs a program called A Family Story. And she said something that was ironic. She said that, you know, that the family, you know, the family, and many of black families are living in poverty. Even though they, they, they have a home, they have two cars, and they're working, they are still, they are still not living above the poverty level. Okay, so let me let me say this to you. Let me tell you why. That's old news. Okay, that's old news. But let me just tell you something that I've learned. All right? There is always that matriarch that has told that woman, like, my grandmother never told me that. Let me clear that up first. But there is always that matriarch that tells that young woman, you don't need no man. You can do anything a man can do and better. Now, I'm a woman. You know, like like Steve Harvey, Steve Harvey has that book, Think Like a Man. Well, let me tell you how women think. So those older women, they come out and they say stuff like, you never, ever love a man more than, than, than God, because if you do, you'll lose him. So they put that fear in you about loving a man and putting your all into your relationship. Okay? So that's one. The second thing. That I, I wanna I wanna put out there is women have bought so hard into that when they get a man in their lives or someone that loves them they so busy challenging that man that that man don't want to have nothing to do with him. We get lost in that 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 whole whole big old ball of rhetoric and confusion, and instead of working together to progress, we fighting each other in that bubble. Because the woman is fighting for power, and the man is is fighting to show that he has the power. I I agree with that, but let me let me caveat on that. Uh, to your point, Ken, uh, what you're talking about is, yeah, there are bits and pieces of black men and women being prosperous and all that. But if you think about it, that is not the uh, formula for success. That's not the formula for success. Uh, the American success story is mom and pop stores opening up and building the American dream. And so likewise, even though there are individuals that have reached the higher planes, it is a conglomerate of black people that have not. And so that is right. what we need to bring into the picture. And, and, and right. in so doing... In so doing, my brother, your program, my program, Monique's information, all of that serves to bring people into the big picture and and become the mom and pop black generational stores. And how we lift each other up is uniting our resources. And so you have led us into our second portion of our story. It is the superior power in black America, Kenny. We don't have to ask anybody for anything today, bro. We spend over $1.1 trillion. When you spend like that, you don't need permission. You buy your way through. And so the information that you and I... Hold on, hold on, Monique. The information that you and I have to put out is so important because we have to redirect our young and older black people's mind into thinking that, yeah, the American dream is the American dream, but it's not necessarily your dream. You have to have a dream of your own. And when you spend that kind of money, the American dream is robbing you. It is not your dream, but you pay into that dream. And so we need to not... Why do our dreams, why do black folks dream 
has to fit into the American dream. We need it to does. have our own reality. That's exactly what own. I just said, Ken. Huh? The American dream is not the black man's dream. It is not. Yeah, I agree. I, that's the question I just asked. Why do it's we not. have to fit our goals and our wants and our needs into the American dream? Because it is called you know, redistribution, it's, Kenny. You know, it's called redirection. You know who's fired know me today? Colin Kaepernick, the quarterback of the San Francisco 49ers. He lost endorsements. He lost his starting job by not saluting the star-spangled banner. If that goes you know by black, that is that is insanity because he was he was he was protected by his First Amendment rights. And so that that is that is unconstitutional what they did, and that is a lawsuit. He has the right to express himself. People talking, and that's what he wanted. He wanted. He he did not. You see, when when the uh, 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 with the shootings in Dallas and whatnot, it was uh, at then with Dwayne Wade uh, cousins getting shot and everything. And a week later, things died down. But Colin Kaepernick you know and you know NFL, what, Kenny? yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, being the NFL professional quarterback, Kev. The discussion going. I mean, you cannot start a, a tune into a sport, a sports talk show this week, the last couple of weeks, without discussing social justice for black folks. Due to this young man, and he's not even thirty. He's a young boy. He's a young boy. You know, but you know, you, you know, he put his money where his mouth is. You know, you say, yeah, I might be light, but I am an African-American. I am a black man born in America, and I don't like what's going on, and we're going to continue to discuss it, and I am not saluting that flag until there's change for the black man in America. If that don't inspire black folks, I don't know what will. That is inspiration, baby. That's exactly what we're talking about. Who inspired you? You understand that you don't even know you were inspired by. Now, again, let me right. tell you this. You know how many veterans, not veterans, but you know how many soldiers don't salute the American flag when they're on a bow of their ship in the morning mustering? There are quite a few. Many. Many veterans support this young man, too. And, you know, it's a shame since Vietnam, because I come from a military family. It's a shame. It's a shame how they treat these veterans, especially the black veterans. Not only the black, white veterans, too. You know, I just should put them on the it's just crazy. It's it's ironic. You, you know, you send these young they boys and girls, 18, 19, 20, 21. I mean, that's a boy and a girl to me. And you send them into a faraway land, and some of the most of the half of them are not coming back alive. If they do come back, they're losing a limb, or if they do come back, they come back with some psychological issues. And you don't you don't want to provide the necessary resources for them for giving up their lives. And let me tell you something. Let me tell you something else, Monique. What's coming into law uh, next year that young women have to sign up for selective services? If they don't, <laughs> they get you. I, I gotta yeah. tell you something. They they, they should. What? You know why? Because they're serving. Because we serving just like the men are. I was in the first integrated company in the United States Navy, I-090. And you know what? We fought for equality to be on the front lines with those men. Monique, you was in the Navy? Yes. And I was in Clinton's Navy. The day that he got elected was my third day of boot camp. And I'm going to tell you something. I was in Operation Desert Storm. Huh? You said Desert Storm? 
Use well, no, Desert Storm. Storm was ending. I was in Desert Shield. So let me just tell oh. you. But I do have I have a Desert Storm ribbon. I was in Vietnam. But he didn't do shit but go to Germany. <laughs> but anyway, but what I'm telling you is... It was Clinton's Navy. That's what they used to call it because that's when the Don't Ask, Don't Tell came in. That's when Clinton changed a lot of things for people in the military. But, Yo, yeah. I got to close, man. I got to tell everybody about our, our stuff. Okay, but let me just tell you All this. Right, make it yes, we should. We done fought for that right. We done fought to be equal with the man. So, you know what? If we're going to be equal with the man, we're going to register with the selective service. I agree 100%. All right. Now, I do not agree in the draft, but I heard and I understand you not they would never be able to draft again. Do you women that do you do you feel that women should fight in combat? No, absolutely. I do. I do if they want. No, I don't want my woman, my my wife, on no front line. I'll go first, and no, she should be home. No. No, you know what? My niece, my niece has been on the front line and as a do you think that women should fight along with men on the front lines? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. If they choose to, yes, I do, because there's a lot of women that choose to, and my niece is one of them. She's a Marine, and that's what she chooses to do. And, no, she ain't nobody's pansy. She thought she's gay. She don't, don't get do that. Down like that. Don't do that. No, it ain't nothing bad about that. Don't, she don't get down like but that. But don't expose my that. Niece, my niece don't is, is, is one of those people that don't care, and we'll be on the front line. She's and we'll a woman. Whoop you and we'll whoop you. Well, she definitely tried to whoop me, Kenny. I had to tell her, man. I had to show her that she couldn't whoop me. <laughs> Tim, to broke right. a little arm. But now, well, I, 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 I want to get off of that, man, because I've got to close my show, baby. <laughs> Kenny, thank you, man, for for joining in. Thank you, Kenny. I know this was a, a hot topic, even if we didn't get no calls. I know this was a hot topic. It's it's about inspiration, you know. And who inspired you? And did you know that he inspired you? Hmm. Go get a lot of downloads. Watch. That 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 I'm looking for, man. If if this goes out and it goes viral, I'll be more than happy. So, uh, honorable mentions. We would like to thank again Queen Mother, for real. That is the number four, real radio for allowing us this platform to share with you. Let's we are very excited about this particular show because we got people engaged, and that makes a huge difference. And so this show actually was inspired by the book that I wrote, Darrow D. Freeman, uh, about the superior power in black America. It is our spending power. It is not might and it's not forcing people to do things they don't want to do. It's about organizing our spending power and taking back the power within that spending. We should benefit from our spending. It is at $1.1 trillion. When it becomes $1.3 trillion, who will benefit? It is absurd that we're not doing it. So that is, the, that is the basis of this show. Now, you can buy the book. Where can you get it, Monique? At www.lulu.com. You can preview it on Google Books, all 58 pages. You can also um, check it out, and guess what? You can check it out at Goodreads. That's one thing. All right, also you can visit us on Facebook, look up the Superior Power in Black America. You can go to www.tsteba.com and join the movement. And ladies and gentlemen, you can go and join us on Life with Landau at blogspot.com. Guys, you got to be a part of this movement. Kenny, we love you so much. I love you, man. We want to we want to be able to expand our show, Ken, and we want to be able to uh reach more people, man. I don't know how you and I are gonna come together with that, but we gotta talk. All right? Talk to you later. Please, the superior power.